rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Aurora, good morning, Aurora, good morning, Aurora. The time is now 8.05 a.m. And you are listening to Good Morning, Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. And boy, do we have a show for you today. We are joined by a friend of the show, the awesome, the wonderful Miss Tracy Miller, running for Kane County Board. Uh, District 4, hey. <laughs> Get that in there. Right. Right. I'm also joined by my cool co-host, Christine. Let's get some elbow. Bam. Good morning. JV and Hunter. All right, all right. And Steve Miller, how you doing, my brother? Very good. All right. So we got a good uh, good amount of stuff to talk to you about, and we're going to dig into everything that can be expected for the residents of King County voting for Tracy Miller. But first, the news. All right. Uh, still going on in downtown Aurora, Sugar Skull City. There's an open call for art. If you're interested in participating, now is the time. There's just a few days left coming up for that. Um, Sugar Skull City is a month-long celebration in downtown Aurora that celebrates and honors the cultural and local tradition of Day of the Dead. To coincide with First Fridays and Day of the Dead activities on November 6th, Sugar Skull City promotion and activities will run from October 15th through November 15th. Artists, community members, youth and families are invited to honor the Mexican tradition of Day of the Dead. If you still want to participate, you can go to Aurora Downtown's website, which is auroradowntown.org, and get more information um, on those submissions for that. Also coming up, uh, this Friday is First Friday, on and the fourth annual, there's a lot of fourths in there, fourth, fifth. I was <laughs> noticing that. I was noticing that. <laughs> um, is going to be the fourth annual Cups Bra Drive. It's going to be held at the Aurora Regional Fire Museum in downtown Aurora, and that's going to be held from 5 to 8 p.m. on Friday. This amazing event will benefit women and girls living in homeless and battered women's shelters throughout the community. Check out the Cups Bra Drive Facebook page for more information and how you can donate. There's going to be live music, prizes, local vendors, and a photo booth. And we're going to be out there, right? That's right. We'll be there from 5 to 6, so we'll see you. Holler. Yeah. And good morning, Aurora Sports. Uh, Yesterday in basketball, game one of the NBA, NBA Finals went down last night. Uh, didn't look good for Miami. The Lakers beat them 116-98. to 98. Uh, Good news for in baseball. We were talking about this. Okay. They are now allow, going to allow fans in the seats at the NLCS and World Series. Just a limited amount. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> we can, snaps for that. We can, yeah. Huh, I like They're going to, yeah. yeah. There, awesome. There's going to be about um, 11,000 tickets are going to be available, 11,500 to be exact are going to be available for each game, and they're going to split it up with 10,500 fans in the ballpark and 950 in the suites. Will there still be peanuts and Cracker Jack? You won't be able to afford that. Damn. You can get in there. (laughs) (laughs) Prices went up. (laughs) Um, And then the bad news, uh, both Chicago teams lost yesterday. The White Sox lost 5-3 against the Oakland A's. (laughs) And the Cubs lost to the Marlins 5-1 to one in the NL Wild Card mm. Series. Jeez Louise. Mm. Corey Dickerson, he's a jerk. He hit a, five, a three, <laughs> he hit a three-run homer in the seventh inning, and then uh, they hit another one in that same inning. So it was all um, right, right at the end. They can't do that. That's not, yeah, that's not good. No. That's not good. Did you know the last time the Marlins scored five or more runs in an inning during a playoff game? Do you know when that was? That was, uh, it was 1983. It was not 1983. When they won, right? It was 2003. I don't know anything about sports. Total guess. Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? Bueller? Bueller. Bartman. It was the Bartman game. That was the game. Oh, oh, my, that's oh the guy. my goodness. Oh, no. oh really? Steve Bartman. That's the guy that messed up the catch, and he's now he's like a recluse. Nobody yes, knows. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's right. He's in hiding. Moises yeah, yeah. went to go catch that foul ball, and he got in the way. Right. And screwed everything up for us. Yeah. And we just, that was that game. That's that was, that, that was that. that. Well, that was the last time they scored that Terrible. many runs in an inning because of him. That was bad. Anyways, now no, no, I'm all upset. Let's oh. go on to the weather. <laughs> Uh, so the weather actually may pick us up today in regards to our moods and taking us away from the uh, failures of Steve Bartman. Steve Bartman, you know what? Wherever you're at, my brother, peace to you. I, it's got to be tough, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Um, current temperature is 42 degrees with a high of 56 today. That high will be reached around 4 p.m. Tomorrow will be partly cloudy with a high of 54. Um, the weekend looks like it might be all right. Fire Museum to host Free Community Hero Day. Now, we told you guys about this yesterday, and we'd like to say thank you and a shout-out to the Aurora Regional Fire Museum. They do a lot of cool stuff, and they've been very, very, very nice to me and my son when we would, well, before COVID, when we'd go there for stuff. Mm -hmm dress you up with the with the gear and the big helmet and everything uh they put my son up in the truck one day and let us see the saw in action that was really cool so shout out to the aurora regional fire museum and the fire department however the fire museum will host their third annual community hero day on uh, saturday the third that's this saturday from 10 to 2 community hero day is a free event the event features social distance viewing of vehicles from eight community organizations spanning from safety to community services families will have an opportunity to get up close and personal with the 12 vehicles and visit our community partners including the northern illinois fire sprinkler advisory board didn't know they had one but that's cool who will be on hand with their fire sprinkler demonstration trailer how fun could that be fire sprinkler demonstration right oh psh, get you wet oh, yeah. get pneumonia that sucks hosted at the beginning <laughs> hosted at the beginning of fire prevention month community hero day allows the museum to educate the entire community about fire safety and safety in our community although this year has made it challenging to host community event to host community events we're excited to provide the opportunity to put this event on safely and connect visitors with vital safety information says the executive director brian Phelan. The event will feature vehicles from the Aurora Fire Department, Aurora Police Department, NICOR Gas, Ozinga, Groot, Kane County Sheriff, shout out to Ron Hain, West and Sons Towing, and the Illinois Toll Highway Authority. For more information, you can sign up for that, and we will post that link uh, on our Facebook page as well. Tickets are online, and it's a bit.ly, so I'm not going to read the whole HTTP thing for you. That would take forever. Now, in preparation for the 2021 Community Development Block Grant funding cycle, the City of Aurora is hosting a pre-application webinar on Monday the 5th at 10 o'clock a.m. Now, the webinar will provide information about project eligibility. Hold on, let me scroll, guys. Agency capacity and the application funding process and also provides an opportunity for residents to learn about the CDBG program. Now, we posted this, and I want you, I want you to click that link. If you're looking, if you're if you're sipping your Dunkin' right now, click it. Just do it. The webinar is available via remote access at Zoom. So I know we all have Zoom by now. I mean, we've been in this pandemic. Zoom is Zoom is it now. Zoom is the new Snapchat. Um, we've got the meeting ID and the password, which we posted. We'll make sure that you guys get that again. Digital applications are also available on Monday the 5th, 8 o'clock a.m., and that's at the Aurora website, uh, Aurora il.org neighborhood redevelopment and those have to be submitted by the 23rd uh, again we will consistently make sure that you guys get that information to get your butts in line today virtual manufacturing day hiring event that's the free online event this thursday we posted it yesterday on our facebook page so please click that link and sign up to learn about forklift driver certification training manufacturing careers internship program and employers with immediate job openings and that's um from 9 to 11 today, so jump on that. And last but not least, we have to give the shout-out to our friends at Visual Arts Roots Aurora and the Aurora Public Art Commission for coming together to present the Aurora Stronger Exhibit, a community that came together. That's this Friday from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. at Gallery 1904 at 1 East Benton in downtown Aurora. Also premiering is their documentary called Our Streets. This exhibit features over 25 photographs of the unrest that took place in Aurora on May 31st and highlights how the community came together to make Aurora even stronger. Now, the art boards and murals that you guys saw on downtown, or excuse me, on Broadway and also on LaSalle Street, shout out to the boy Sam Cervantes. Holla. Um, they will be displayed, and that art has been collected. It's not been destroyed, and you will get a chance to see it again. So if you ever saw anything that made your eyes just sparkle, Come on out to Gallery 1904 1 East Benton and let them sparkle again. And with that, that's the news. That's the news. I'm liking the, like, like the news. Is, <laughs> right? It's developed on. now. Yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> so now let's get into our interview with our friend Tracy Miller. Okay. Good to see are. you today. Thanks for having Good me. Good morning. Definitely. definitely. <laughs> um, so we have a lot to talk about. We are going to talk about uh, what the residents of Kane County will be expecting from yourself and also your position. But before we do that, please let everybody know who you are and where you're from. 
Okay, well, uh, my name is Tracy Miller, mm -hmm. and um, I've been in Aurora here for 27 years, but I grew up in Naperville. Yeah. We moved there in um, 1965 when I was just 10 months old. My dad came out um, for the Western Electric um, Illinois Bell uh, boom, okay. and so um, we moved out from New Jersey. That was <laughs> 55 years ago. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so I grew up there, and then um, I went to uh, University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign, got my accounting degree there, and then after that, um, worked for Ernst & Winnie. At the time, it was Ernst & Winnie. Now it's Ernst & Young. Um, the big, it was the big eight. Now it's the big four. Um, and um, so I, so Steve and I uh, met on the train, actually, the Burlington Northern. That's oh, a cute little story. Really? Um, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. You can meet a lot of people on the train. Yeah. 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 I still got friends with the train. Train okay, life is ahead. fun. Exactly. He wants to jump in. <laughs> no. Um, anyway, uh, I uh, had a buddy. So I was living in Naperville at the time. Okay. And by the time you got to Naperville, Train was packed. Train right. was packed. So I had a buddy that I had met in college um, that was working at Ernst & Winnie also. So he would save me a seat. Well, Steve knew him from high school and from grade school. So one day I got on the on the train, and here's Steve is sitting in my seat. So I just sit backwards. I'm like, who is this guy? Yeah, my in my seat. Uh, in yeah, my seat. Only you know the, how only train the metro people, riders would, yes. Train people yeah. about their seats, <laughs> like your, right? Your coat so, there and everything. Exactly. Kind of I mean, we do like to say, oh, yeah, we met on the train. Our eyes met across the car, but that's not really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, Steve and I met. We um, got married in Naperville. Then we lived there for a little bit, moved to Aurora. I think we found our neighborhood, which is the west side, which is where we currently okay. live. I took the GMAT at Aurora University. Mm -hmm. And I think when we were looking for houses, um, we were, I was pregnant with our first. Um, we just, like that neighborhood, it reminded me of old Naperville. I, we love the older houses mm -hmm. and stuff. And so that's how we ended up on the west side of Aurora. So, um, right. yeah. So, um, a little bit more professionally, I'm a CPA. I've um, So I worked with for Ernst and then... Um, after the, having the kids, I just uh, I wanted to stay home with the kids, mm -hmm. and um, I but I kept getting these phone calls like here can 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 you work you know just you know a few hours a week you can work from home you know you do whatever like, you, know, right. you know I'm like okay okay so I never quite had that I mean maybe there were some blocks of times where I just had time with my kids but I I kept getting phone calls you know of, of can you do this like for example um, I got a call uh, would you like to work for the William Wrigley family I'm like. Okay, so yeah. I, Hell you know, yeah. I think I had two at the time, and I would commute in, but I got to work in the, you know, the inner circle. It was mm -hmm. his horse farm in uh, Lake Geneva, so um, it was kind of a neat opportunity. So I'm like, okay, I might as well, you know, do nice. that too. So, but I've had um, um, just a, a, a career of just tons of different clients, just a myriad of, you know, from options traders to the horse farm to uh, real estate development, just. Interesting. Like that. So. Um, growing up, what impact did your dad have in your life? Oh, um, he impacted me a lot. Um, he probably inspired my love of current affairs, which hmm. is probably why indirectly I'm here today right. doing what I'm running for office. Um, you know, he was always watching the news. We would al always have discussions on what was going on, um, that type of thing. And, right. um, you know, I was the I was. I was his little girl, too. So <laughs> <laughs> so at an early age, like, yes, Watergate was terrible. Dad, come on, let's look at the documents. <laughs> what did I he was know and when did then, he know it? But, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but now I know a lot more about it. But, yeah, yeah. we always just always had a, just an open dialogue. And my mother, too. You know, it's funny because my dad was um, far right. And my, well, not far right, you know, but he was mm -hmm. conservative. My mom was um, – um, a what what was that like a Kennedy Democrat right, that yeah. type of thing you know yep. so it was you know kind of an interesting uh, mix and how I ended up where certainly I, oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Kennedy yeah. Democrat yeah I know the, I know the flavor I know the type exactly yep. exactly <laughs> uh, tell us about the Kane County Board for people that don't know you, the role that you're running for um, and why you're you're choosing to run for this okay so it's it's funny when I started this process and um, I was having some help building the website content and mm -hmm. stuff. And the interviewer was like, well, what does the King County Board do? And we kind of laughed because a lot of people don't even know right. what the King County right. Board does. Uh, but the board is in charge of those areas of the county that are not directly um, under the umbrella or um, um, what I'm trying to say. Um, 
of what like a city municipality would do, right. you know, have have responsibility for. Right. So, mm-hmm. for like the, sh- for example, the sheriff's department, the health department, the county clerk, which is huge right now with voting right. going on, um, roads, roads development, um, stormwater management, things like that. Right. So, um, and then the second part of your question was, why am I? <laughs> right. So, um, I. You know, I wasn't really looking to to run. Mm-hmm. Um, I was approached to run, and I thought about it, and I thought about well, I be so I'll, I'll back up a little bit. So I be I um, about four or five years ago, I became an election judge. Okay. Because I think it's part of me is um, part of the way I think. I, w- I want to know what the process what had integrity. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so right. so I'm like, okay, let's see. You know, because. And especially now, I didn't know how um, prescient what that. Let me would see the be. nuts and bolts. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Are are our votes being counted? Is there are there controls? You know, is it you know viable? Whatever. So I became an election judge and um, got involved in the process that way, and that led to for some reason becoming a precinct committeeman for my ward and precinct um, four seven. Shout out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so I was doing that. I think um, I was approached because I I kept going to the the neighborhood meetings. Right. And I would speak out and, you know, ask questions, and that's how I was approached to do this. It seemed like the next step, the right next step to do. My skill set as a CPA and having all this financial experience, um, it seems like what the board needs right now. They need um, someone with that kind of experience, especially with with, uh, the tough times we're going to be facing with the COVID crisis and and everything. And, um, you know, and I think the board has done a pretty good job um, holding taxes level in the last eight years, and I'd like to continue that. But it just seemed like the right fit for me, and that's why I decided to, to do it. And I'm doing it for, you know, for you, for us. For, right. for, you know, I'm just your neighbor. I'm just stepping up trying to do the right thing here and, and, and lead, you know, lend my skills to, to the situation. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, one thing I like is that you're, you know, you said that they're doing all right with the taxes, but, you know, let me add mind to see if we can keep it going that's a lot different than a lot of people who if you ask them why they're running the first thing that they want to do is point out what's wrong with the damn thing first and oh you know you didn't shoot any darts Mm -hmm. you're just saying that you just want to take part in it and join and help make it better help make it good well i mean you can't really complain about the job that they've done um in the last eight eight years or so or even more with some of these guys um the their pensions are ninety percent funded, um, and for King County, the King right. County pensions, and that's you know here in Illinois where we're at. I, I think the state of Illinois' pensions are what twenty percent funded, thirty right. percent funded. Exactly. I mean that's a pretty good feat. They've they've run a tight shift. Mm-hmm. I know some people have complained about it's too tight, right? But um, I think our quality of life has has been. Um, pretty good here in the county i mean we've got great services we've got the great parks we've got um you know look at we've got a great sheriff we've got right. a, you know people in the the way they've uh, handled the covid crisis i mean it's it's been really good i mean you can't you can't complain and i just um you know i don't think there's much to change in a way it's just right now we're we're facing you know revenues are down and and you need somebody with um financial experience to kind of go okay well we got some over here right we can just you know let's let's you know yeah put, take exactly. it here maybe right. put it there i know there are laws and there's statutes in place where you can't always do that but i mean yeah. there's got to be a way and i've done i've done stuff like this in the past where um you know you take a bad situation you make it good that's so. amen that's mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. when life Thank gives you. you lemons you know make some lemonade <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. right we're strategic <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what do you feel? Uh, so, besides the uh, the financial aspect that you do bring to the table, um, what else do you feel makes you a good candidate for the Kane County Board? Well, I um, I think uh, the nature of being a CPA, I'm a rule follower, and I've got a lot of integrity, and um, I think that kind of goes along with the job. You have to. I mean, I. Um, you, know, you have to take ethics classes. You right. know, you have to have a couple hours of ethics mm-hmm. every year to maintain your license, and yep. um, and that's that's never been a problem for me. I think I just have a, a, a good worldview and a good strong moral character. Right. Um. I I'm dependable. I'm always following through. I just um. I think those are just I'm reliable. Those are the things that you need. You know, if someone is asks ask me to do something, I follow through and I do it. And I I might not be able to, um, have the result that 
the person is asking me right to have. <laughs> but at least I'll try. I mean, I'll definitely try. Right. So. And the neighborhood meetings you were taking part, those are the West Aurora neighborhood meetings. Oh, yeah. Were and those, uh, okay. the West, the Boulevard District. Correct. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Bill Donnell. Shout out yeah. to my alderman. <laughs> Bill Donnell. Oh, yeah. yeah he's cool. Yeah. I like Bill. Yeah, yeah. Bill. Yeah. Bill, what's up? Yeah. Shout out, my brother. Hope you're, <laughs> hope you're awake and listening. Yeah, he's cool. Um, Hopefully he is. So let's, I, I before we get into a little bit more, uh, I do want to flesh out a little bit more of the CPA stuff, but uh, I do have to ask, what was that job, the company that you worked for out of uh, college that was downtown? Oh, Ernst and Winnie, or Ernst, Ernst and Winnie, and then it went to Ernst and Young. Young, correct. Okay, correct. and what did they do? What was that? What They're a public accounting firm. Okay, yeah, audits, All right. uh, tax, um, you know, and I was on the audit side of okay. it, so I had a, a ton of different clients. Um, my first couple years there, um, real estate, which is what I ended up specializing in, um, but I worked. I had the ABA. I had Bandag, which is out in. Um, Where's Maytag out in, in uh, Iowa? What's okay. that little town out there? And they did tire retreads. Mm-hmm. So these big trucks. When, when you see the tires, um, the treads coming off on the on yeah. the uh, on the highway when you're driving, um, Bandag actually instead of buying new tires or making new tires, they would just retread the the, the hubs and stuff. And right. it was a huge huge company out there doing that. Um, what else did I do? Um, Eaton Controls. That was manufacturing. Um, Jewel, oh, gosh, here, here's a story for you. Yeah, yeah, go Stupid. ahead. <laughs> Stupid first year accountant. So, um, first year and staff. Um, I have an inventory at Jewel mm-hmm. in the frozen food section. Okay. Which is out in Melrose Park. So, it's at two a.m. in the morning, okay. and I'm just you know, you know, 20, 21, 22 years old. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm gonna go. So I get my leather coat on and my jeans and my nice little boots on. Right. It's the freezer, and it was oh, like no. thirty below, and I'm just shivering. Right. I didn't have gloves. It was the worst, worst experience. The guys probably felt sorry for me, so that I think they cut it short because like, this, this poor right. thing is just freezing. <laughs> yeah, just one of those, um, one of those silly things. But yeah, then then um, one of my clients ended up being a real estate developer downtown um, Chicago, okay. and um, it's one of those things where I clicked. With the management, and um, I think I, I knew that I auditing really wasn't going to be for me. Mm-hmm. So um, they hired me. The partner on the job was like, "Fine, you know, he's happy because it's one of his clients. You right. know, one of his staff <laughs> is going to his clients. So it all worked out well. And then it, from there, it just kind of your roots are blue collar. Pretty much, pretty much. I think so. I dig between it. my mom and I can, my dad. I can well, dig that. Yeah, I can yeah. dig that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do believe that uh, people should have skin in the game. Especially if they're going to be uh, taking part in or doing or being a part of decisions being made for folks who are either 100% blue collar or come from you know blue collar areas, and I think Aurora is definitely blue collar. So oh, yeah. I like to see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the on the metro, I was a vestibule guy. You know, I was staying out out there with the crew oh. and talk. Oh right, you know, right, right. Talk shop and everything. Well, I did that as I was getting. You know, I was one that would get off. Yeah. Or get up at ten minutes too, and then stand in the vestibule, and people. You know. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I still have one of my vestibule buddies. Yeah, I stay in touch with. Yeah, yeah. I got some Metro friends too. <laughs> um, now let's talk about Aurora. What do you? Uh, well, let's let's start from here. What's the biggest changes that, or the biggest changes you've noticed in Aurora over the past ten years? Oh, the downtown, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, it's just yes. been it's. It's awesome. Right. I mean, Aurora, before COVID, reminded me of where what Naperville used to be when I was growing up there. It was just that that small, big town type. Everybody knows each other. Right. I mean, it's just been it's been great. I mean, Steve and I, you know, now we walk down to the farmers market. We walk down for First Fridays. I mean, it's just um, it's in the restaurants that are happening. I mean, yep. it's just even the retail. You got you know. Um, the 50 warehouse 55 you got branch gardens you got mm-hmm. wickwood i mean oh man everything it's happening it is yeah and it is. it's exciting <laughs> you know it's just just, a lot of growth and yeah exactly activity. i feel like in the last 10 years it's really taken off um and i don't know what was the impetus for that but it's just so nice to in fact we were coming back steve and i were walking back from um, a farmer's market and it was during COVID or towards i don't know it was this summer and everybody was out 
everybody's out with their dogs or, you know, just walking around and, right. you know, um, maybe there were some sidewalk sales at Wickwood or whatever. And um, I said to Steve, I go, it's almost like it's pre-COVID here, you know, because it was, yes, it was, yeah. the streets were full again. And when we, um, when we were over on Gladstone, our neighbors, um, one of them had grown up here and they would tell us stories about in the fifth, when they were growing up in the fifties mm-hmm. and sixties, how, you know, you wouldn't go downtown and you'd go down shopping. You'd spend the day downtown Aurora. You know, you take the bus there and you yeah. just, just shop and stuff. And, and I felt like we were just almost on that cusp, you know, you know, doing that. Bringing that back. Yeah. 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 We've heard some great stories from folks who've reached out to us. We had a good friend of the show, Tracy Duran, mm-hmm. uh, shout out, who showed us pictures um, from all different eras. Um, 50s and 60s and everything. And, yeah, Aurora was like, I mean, it was kind of like downtown Chicago. It was the happening, most booming thing you ever saw yeah, in your life. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I like that about uh, I like that about Aurora and Aurora's history. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's you know, it's it's only going to go get better, I mm-hmm. think. I think, you know, more. Here's a, oh, oh, thank you. Here's a question I <laughs> got. What's the best thing about America? The best thing about America? Very deep, Curtis. Um, I think, you know, that we're that we've got freedom. I mean, I think our First Amendment is one of the best things that we mm-hmm. have, and that we have the um, that we can't we have freedom of speech, and you can disagree, right? But you can still say whatever you know, pretty right. much whatever you want, and I mm-hmm. think that's a that's number one and um i also like the fact that um the opportunity opportunity is there if you work hard Mm -hmm. you know and and um even um you know i feel like i've been given great opportunities but i think anybody can i mean um our education system i personally i think that needs a little bit of work um but you again it's it's just hard you know hard work um Meeting people and the and the and the First Amendment, I guess. I I, I don't know. That's that's hard for me to. Is that, no, no, <laughs> I, uh, is that the direction no, I you wanted? Or? I agree with that. I mean, and, and you know, and here's the thing. Um, there was no right or wrong. I, you got blue collar roots. Mm-hmm. I like people who have blue collar roots who then decide that they want to do things like join a board or join an organization which is going to do more to help a township, municipality, city, whatever, what have you. But I am interested to see what people think about uh, America as a as a whole, you know. So that's very interesting. That's very telling. Well, I think when you now that you mention it, so my blue collar roots. Um, so my grandfather came over um, from Poland mm-hmm. um, in the early 1900s. I think he was kicked out of his house. <laughs> so they put him on a ship, and he ended up in Detroit, and he ended up working for Ford, um, and uh, he. I think my grandmother, I think she was first generation, too. I'm not quite sure how they met. That's mm. another story. They probably met on the train. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do know. It's 1903, and yeah. I met the lady of my dreams right here. Well, I do know um, when they were dating, so they would make um, my grandmother's youngest brother come along and sit in the trundle seat yeah. and, in the, and stuff. Ooh, and right. uh, and uh, they grandma would say, um, yeah, it didn't matter because, you know, Bill was always sleeping and yeah. And Bill would say, "Yeah, they thought I was asleep." <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so he, came, so um, my mother always stressed the fact that you know they never went to college. Her parents never went to college, mm-hmm. and that um, her brother, my, uh, my uncle, and my mom were the first college graduates, and that side of the family. And so, and they were very, very proud of that. My right. mother always stressed that to me. So, um, and that's when I, what I mean about hard work. So my grandfather came over with nothing, worked hard. You know, got married, provided for his family, right. and um, put put two kids through school, and then they became you know successful people too. And and that's what I've tried to you know that was instilled in me. I'm trying to instill that in my my kids. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, you talked about Aurora, so let's talk a little bit more about Kane County. Mm-hmm. What do you feel some of the strengths are within Kane County? Well, financially, we've already been through the financial. Correct. I mean, they're the community. Pretty, they're financially strong mm-hmm. right now. Um, but in the community itself, I mean, we've got some great parks, the forest preserves. Um, uh, there and there, I, somebody said I was listening to a meeting. Um, one of the board members said that they were trying to go th- visit every forest preserve in King County, and it took it, it's a two day trip. 
mm-hmm. in order to do it all. So that's that's great that we have all this parkland out there. Um, I think departmentally, we've got um, our sheriff's department. I think I I really admire Sheriff Hain. I think he's done wonders from um, with mm-hmm. the department from yes. helping. Um, helping Aurora during the riots mm-hmm. at the end of May and um, to just, you know, tightening his budget and saving some money that way. I mean, he's just uh, really done a great job. Yeah, I like Ron Hain. I, I like the, I I like the fact that he did the MMA fight. I mean, it was just so <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, man, I hope he don't get knocked out. That's my boy. I don't know what the result was. Did he do it? I think he won. I did think he Yeah. That was cool, though. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, he's just a regular guy doing, I mean, so I, you know, so I have a lot of admiration for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think it's a, just a great place to live. I think, uh, you know, I, I, I can't complain. You know, mm-hmm. they've, uh, and they're, the board itself is so thoughtful. I, I you know, in pre- preparation for um, my campaign and, and forums and different things like that, I've listened to um, countless hours of meetings oh, and um, yeah. just, um, they're, they're very, they're very methodical. I mean, they never make a decision without, Considering all the angles and considering all everyone else's opinions and, right. and um, you know, I've heard, um, I don't know. I don't know if it's just rumor or whatever. I've heard about strife on the board, but I've never heard it. You know, it just seems like everyone respects each other. And, you know, I yeah. wouldn't mind. That's that's how it should be. Looking right. Drag, uh, yeah. You know, we don't have to have knockout, knockout, drag out fights and stuff like right. that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah. I, Good. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think um, what, you know. Again, I like the fact that people, you know, don't diss it. Just come on and and help help out with it. You know, mm-hmm. um, you and very few others do that. I like that. I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, no darts. Just jump in, help out, do your thing, add your talents, and bring your skills to the table. Well, I think that's yeah. that's been my nature. That is my nature. It's mm-hmm. just like if I see a need or if I see some, you know, let's let's just jump in and and, and do it. Like Steve and I, you know, that we were just devastated after those riots yeah you know that that could happen here um so we got up in the morning got our brooms got our <laughs> got our bags of you know trash and our masks and we just got down there and nice. and helped out and it was so nice to see aurora everybody coming together Pitching and right. getting it done i mean yeah i've called that i've called that just aurora's worst hangover <clears throat> that was it it was just a night right, right. and then the next morning boom Everybody's right. Everybody pitched in. Everybody's like, not in our town. Right. No, we're exactly. gonna we're gonna make this right again and stuff. So that was good. And then um, another thing I just started doing, which I thought it, it's so cool. Do you guys know about the Marie Wilkinson Gardens? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Yep. <gasps> so I have a friend that um, is one of the you know works there a lot and um, helps the guy in charge. Mm-hmm. And so I started doing that this summer. I love this concept. Um, it's it's so nice to be, well, first of all, getting your hands dirty, right? Right, And, yeah. and um, watching things grow, which I love to do. And um, I don't get to do that in my yard so much. But uh, being able to just do that there. Um, just providing fresh produce for um for the food pantry and you know just and it's fresh and organic right. and and um i love the fact um what is it Har- harvest what is it oh shoot harvest blooms mm-hmm. is the mm-hmm. company that um rob runs they have the little um you know i was bagging herbs and and different things this uh summer they have a little that barcode yeah. thing you scan it and there's recipes that you can use with the oh, you know, know with that. the vegetables or the cool. or the uh, nice. herbs and stuff and yeah. like what a great concept to help these people out I, yep. I i just love that so another thing i was like oh here's here's somewhere where they need some help i'll just do it and that's that's kind of how i've always been let's talk campaigning during covid hmm. now once upon a time you campaign you go to the neighborhood you knock how you doing my name is tracy miller Mm-hmm. Uh, what's that like now? What's campaigning like now? Or, uh, excuse me, canvassing or, uh, you know, going out there and meeting <laughs> folks? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? I just laughed. Oh, yeah. okay. Which said a lot. <laughs> yeah, it did. Um, I don't see that it has changed that much. Okay. Um, I carry my mask. I don't always, I don't usually wear my mask okay. because I knock on the door. I mean, I knock on the door and I step back. And that's right. usually when you campaign, that's what you do anyway. So you have that distance. I have gotten um, a, f- a few, probably a handful of disapproving, like, why aren't you wearing your masks? Right. And I just kind of say, well, I am back. But, um, you know, and then I'm, I'm what, ma- what it made me realize is I have to look at the age of who I'm 
who oh, yeah. I'm knocking on. Yeah. And then I make sure that it's on right. at least. Right. 65 and, and up, put the mask on. Right, yeah, no. exactly, exactly. 20 to 38, we are right. Mm. How you doing? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, and even, you know, because people are a little bit concerned, even if you are back, you know, right. a few, few feet back. Um, and I've had to just, you know, instead of they won't open the door, I'll leave my card there and you know they'll get it later and that type mm -hmm. of thing but i haven't really noticed too much of a difference i mean okay. you when you campaign like as a precinct committeeman when you're um knocking on doors people mm -hmm. a lot of people just don't answer the door anyway right yeah. you know and if anything i noticed in the primary that um there were a lot more people answering the doors because i think they were so tired of being cooped up that yeah. they you know they're like they're, oh they're ready for some here. people you know? yeah. just meet somebody you know? yeah. yeah let's hear about what you're like, yeah nah, right. nah, <laughs> nah, let's just keep that six feet please no <laughs> So, yeah. All right. Um, now, you're a West Sider running for Kane County Board. You campaign on the East Side? No. No? Why no. not? Um, because it's, it's not my district. Oh, okay. <laughs> district 4. District 4. Oh, okay. All right. So that is Orchard Road to, there's some train tracks over here, like right off of Highland Avenue. Yeah. It's, an, it's a freight line. Right. Um, so it's, those are the boundaries east to west. And then north to about Illinois, it, Jerry, it's gerrymandered a little bit mm -hmm. on the northern end and then south um, to Jericho. And okay. then there's like a, a north, let's see, north central area of Montgomery that's included in there, too. OK, I didn't know yeah. that there were boundaries. OK, interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I think and let's 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 paint the picture for the listeners, because when I think about it, right, I think going door to door and everything and. What do you have? What's what's your? You got coffee with you? Granola bar or something like that? <laughs> Don't you get tired walking all right? Oh, I carry my little bag of almonds. Okay, okay, about to say, girl, you need a snack or something. <laughs> and I have a little a little bottle of water. Backpack. Right. But, um, okay. Yeah, I mean, I just and I just have my bag, which is you know, with my materials, and I just I just go, I just go. I wear comfortable shoes. That's right. key. Yes. That's key for oh, an old yes. girl like me. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, one t one time I did, I came, I was home from work. I'm like, all right, I'm just, I'm gonna do it a couple, couple hours of daylight. I'll just, you know, I was just wearing my work clothes and my work shoes, and big mistake, big mistake. <laughs> so bad. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it's it's, you know, people are generally they're they're really nice. I've met a lot of really nice people right. in Aurora, and just you know, some people have you sit down and talk to you, and you know, especially if you you're on the same vibe, you mm -hmm. know, wavelength, you know, then you'll talk a little bit. And right. Of course, I'll do a little bit. Of, oh, geez, I gotta yeah. go and I got you know. Yeah. There's so many houses. But sometimes but, you gotta let them. You gotta let them flow because they're happy. You know. Exactly. Like, hey, you have know? a seat. I want it. Like, okay, all right. Yeah, it's a good way of just yeah, and it's a good way to connect with people. Right. I mean, I didn't realize how much I I would like it. Until I started doing it, especially you get that, you get that connection, and you're like, "Oh, this is fun. Yeah. This is a lot of fun." What's your favorite yeah. food? Oh, my favorite food. Oh my gosh. Um. So when I'm out in a restaurant, Italian restaurant, I will order the eggplant parmesan. Eggplant parmesan. I cannot okay. make it myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, now I got to get you on the record. I'm coming in from out of town. I'm looking around. Best place in Aurora to eat. I meet Tracy Miller. I ask you, where I'm new in town, Tracy. Where should I go in Aurora to eat? Oh where my where gosh. are you sending me? That's hard. Mm. That's hard because there's so many, so many good places. Mm. Um, I'm gonna have to go with Alturo. Okay. Yeah. All we've, right. You know, we have really been enjoying Shout out. their food, but I like Gillerson's. Okay. Yeah, Gillerson's is good. You know, I like the Stolp Island. A social. I've before. not been in there yet, yeah. but my friends tell me great stuff about it. Yeah, you know. and then, um, but there's some great taquerias here too. Right. You know, like I like I we're over by Jalisco, and I love Jalisco or taqueria. You know, great burritos at mm -hmm. Muniz. I mean, I, okay. But yeah. uh, you know, I did say El Toro first, but you know, I'm shouting out all my other favorites. <laughs> <laughs> um. So November third. November is 3rd. fast approaching. Yeah. November 3rd is fast approaching. Uh, how much more campaigning? So you still will be campaigning up until the date? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I've, um, in fact, this weekend I got five days and I'm just going to hit the ground. And, and, you know, what I do during the week, I go from like 4 to 6.30, 4.30 to 6.30 if I can, you know. Okay. Um, just because that's when people are, you know, opening. You know, mm -hmm. it's not during the week. It's, I don't like to knock on doors during the day. For the most part, why not? Because uh, people are working, for the most, you know. I guess I could look at. You know, Jimmy, I haven't done it yet, right. because, but I'm, <laughs> I am today. 
<laughs> but I'll know. You know, I'll look at the yeah. age. Yeah. Well, you know, if it's if it's a retiree, a good chance I'll knock on the door. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm just I'm going full steam. You know, on the weekends. You know. Okay. Dedicated. Saturday, Sunday. I like that. Yeah, I like that. I'm doing what I can. So, um, and it's um, it's four more weeks. I can do this. You know, I look at it as final exams. I mean, you know, it's 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 crazy. I mean, I mean, 24-7 I'm thinking about this campaign. I mean, whether I'm signing palm cards just to say, sorry, I missed you in case, you know, right. or, you know, bagging them and, and whatever, or, you know, just writing thank you notes or, you know, to, to contributors, um, fundraising. Mm. You know, we had a great fundraiser about a month ago. Um, it's just, it's just, you know, getting my team together. You Was know, that at Preservation in Geneva? No, no, we just had it in our backyard. Oh, okay. Outside. All right. Outside, limited to 50 people. Nice. Nobody got the Rona. That's what's been hard again, just trying yeah. to get those. Well, that's another together. That was a limit, uh, you know, that a limitation of campaigning yes. during COVID. It's like, well, what do we do for a fundraiser? Unfortunately, we had a big enough y- backyard that we could do it. And we, you know, everything was. Um, yeah, we didn't let people grab their own food. You know, I had my daughter came out and she was serving mm-hmm. food. My my son, one son was a bartender. My other son was helping clean up and stuff like That's that. That's how so. you do it. Yeah, make them earn naked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, s- you're part of it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, mom, do I have to? I said a gin and Colin right yeah. now. Yeah. Know. Exactly. Um, so the time is now 8:46 a.m. You're listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast, and we are sitting down with Tracy Miller, who's running for Kane County Board. Um, so we talked about America and your view. We talked about Kane County. What is something that, um, government, not Aurora, not Kane County, what is something that government lacks? Hmm. I think government, sometimes I feel like government just lacks listening to the people. Or politicians lack listening to the people. Mm-hmm. Um, here in Illinois, I, I'm just not happy with the state of affairs in right. our state government. It's just been, um, you know, this fair tax, for example, um, which I call the unfair tax. Right. Um, because I don't think it's... What they're asking for is control over raising taxes. They're not, they're saying, oh, it's gonna, they're just gonna tax people over a certain income limit. But what they're really asking for, if you read the fine print, they're asking for um, permission for them to raise or change the tax rate at any time without a constitutional amendment from the people. And I think that's kind of, they're not listening to us. Why would we do that when, like I t- said earlier, our um, our pension, their pensions are thirty percent funded. Right. Um, our, you know, our just our finances are in such a terrible, terrible state, and so they want us to give them more control over, you know, just take more of our money to our do money. what? You know, why don't? Okay, fine. What if we did that? Why don't you show me what you're going to do to try to change the situation and the spending end of it? You know, why right. don't you show us where, you know, we're tightening our bu- um, our belts, our budgets, our household. Mm-hmm. We don't spend what we don't have, right? right? Why don't they do the same? I mean, let's see. Let's see a little bit more of um, a little bit more give on their end right. as opposed yeah. to just taking more money. Show us where you're going to show show some reforms is now. uh you know they should be listening to the people more is is that something that could be fixed potentially by you know term limits and that and, and mm. things like that because you know you look at some of the careers of individuals and i mean they've got decades mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh is that a good place to start with it i've always been a fan of term term limits mm-hmm. um I think that's a great way. And I also think, you know, because you always say, okay, well, we can always vote them out. Well, no, you can't. No, you can't. Because some of it's fixed. You are so woke. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But no, that's a fact. All right, keep going. I didn't mean it. No, but you you can't vote them out because they have such a big machine behind them that it's almost impossible. I mean, let's let's take Mike Madigan, for Mm -hmm. example. I mean, he just puts, he kind of pays people to, run against him just to say that he has an opponent but we know he's you know 
he's got so many people for him, you know, working for him or he's given jobs to, he's, he's never going to get out of there, you know, that type of, so, so, and I don't know how many other politicians have sure. that too. I, that's one thing. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not a career politician. I want to just, I want to be like um, the founders said, you know, go do your time, serve, and go back into into society and, mm-hmm. and work that way. You know, don't be a career politician. And, right. and I, I'm just so against that. So maybe term limits would help. I mean, I know it would help in, in several areas. You know, the president has a term limit. Why right. don't why don't senators, why don't, you know, representatives, why don't we all have term term limits? Um. Are there limits on the on the board? Uh, no, not that I'm aware of. No limits on the board. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure. I'm I'm pretty sure there are no limits. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's interesting. I I've so I'm glad you brought the part about you know voting and the effects of it. It's important for people to vote, mm-hmm. but it's also important for them to read the fine print on things. Um, and again, going back to our earlier discussion before the show started, there's a lot of people who don't know where things begin and where they end, what the duties are of certain individuals and uh, what they're not. One thing I've tried to instill on this show is, like, people need to participate. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're writing a screed on Facebook, you know, if you're writing paragraphs on Facebook, you should be tuning in to the city council meeting. Right. If you've got all that energy to write whatever, you should be taking part in uh, local government, you know, getting involved and things like that. Uh, I want people to get involved in in government more. Um, new blood needs to be injected, I think. I completely agree. Um, in fact, uh, I wish I had the time because this, this journey that I've been on, this campaign, um, you know, you listen in on these county board meetings, but then look at locally, like you said, city council. Well, now I want to go to those meetings, right. and I want to speak up, right? <laughs> because I don't always Do agree it, yeah. with what's <laughs> going yeah, on, right. or school board, um, and and part of me for not being aware. But um, I was talking to somebody uh, when I was knocking on doors, a constituent who said that they're not teaching um, American history in the grade school; that you don't get American history until you hit junior high. I'm like, what is that about? How come? You know, why? I mean, again, you go mm-hmm. back to what about being what's what it is to be an American. Well, part of it is is learning country, you know, pride of country, and there's a lot of things. I mean, I I understand that a lot of people are, are um, um, discontent right now. Damn, we need more time mm-hmm. for this. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but on, there's man. a lot of good things that our founders did, and there's a lot of things to be proud of. This republic has lasted over 200 years, and there's a reason. And there's a reason that other countries want to do what we're doing. And and I don't, you know, why can't we teach that? And we teach them when they're young, when they're so they're little sponges, you know. Yeah. You know what I think? I think that. Davy Crockett, some of the Daniel Boone, I think that was injected more than timeline and event. So American history, why is it not being taught? I think that for a long time, the wrong versions of it were taught. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are living in a discontented time, but I do not believe that the entire experience of Americanism should be thrown out the door, you know, chucking out the baby with the bathwater kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I do think that, like, I mean, how many times you get to tell the Alamo story? You know, there's sure. so much more. Sure. And, and that's what I think. I think that for many decades and generations, there's been a lack of creativity in the American story mm-hmm. that was not you know what i'm agreed, saying agreed agreed yeah. you know yeah and, and i think now that we are a little bit more woke <laughs> right, will, right yeah um you can present you can present it all right you don't have to shut out what has been yeah. taught but you can teach it differently right um with with a little bit of the other spice thrown in yeah i mean yeah. just so they get a whole picture it's like talk about the pilgrims but bring up mm-hmm. malaria too you know like let's, let's <laughs> turn it yeah exactly let's turn it to science class right 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 you know keeping it real what kind of coffee do you like you make um, it at home i make it at home i knew it i, I knew I, it i could tell you make it at home i do make I it just, at home yeah it's so funny because we have two coffee makers steve likes the keurig and i don't like the keurig 
It's too weak for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you on that one. I agree. I, I like controlling the scoops. Right, that yeah. I <laughs> but, uh, it's so my I got, damn coffee. <laughs> so um, shout out to Duncan because I get the big, and I do, um, I have two cups in the morning, but they're half and half. The Duncan. Yeah, oh. I get the original and I get the um, the decaf and I make it the night before. And when I get up in the morning to let the dog out, I hit the button and... You know, and that and there's no and it's so funny you asked that because this morning I was thinking, I wonder if he's gonna ask about coffee because oh yeah, heck yeah. I wanna say that, that that anticipation of the first sip in the morning, there's right. nothing like you know, yeah. I just oh love that. And that first sip yep. when you take it, oh, it's just heaven. Yep, seriously. <laughs> I moved out of an apartment to a house now. So now I got a porch. Oh. And let me tell you something. Having your coffee on I'm so jealous. Amer that's America. Mm -hmm. You got on the porch. Navy flag flowing, you got the sun beaming on you. Oh. You ask about campaigning, that's another thing. I've seen so many cool houses in yeah. a row. I mean, just, and, and I, how, how many times have I said, I've come home, Steve, I want our next house, I want a front porch. Right. I want a front yes. porch. It is. It you changes know. your life. Yes. It changes your whole thing. so nice. God. Yeah. Your neighbors yeah, walk yeah. past you and like, hi, the birds chirp. Exactly. And every now and then a squirrel runs up the stairs and you can see him and you're like, get a chill, but now they scurry off. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, all it's the great. fall decorations, you mm -hmm. know. Yeah, yeah, and America, or excuse me, um, the west side of Aurora, in regards to the infrastructure of the houses, has that feel. And I know what you're talking about in Naperville. So, like, you know, you look around where the train station is in Naperville. That's mm -hmm. that old-school rustic pillars on the side of the house. You got the vines creeping up. That's the same feel of, of uh, the, west, the west side yeah. of Aurora. Well, yeah. actually, in the east side, too. I mean, all those older houses. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. When we were looking for houses, well, when we were moving from our house on Gladstone to our current house, um, you know, Steve even said, he goes, well, here's houses in the same price range, you know, in these subdivisions. And I said, no, it's, there's no, you know, there's no yeah. character. There's right. no, you know, history. Like uh, we live in a hundred year old house and it's oh, just so those. neat. You know, yes. it's just night. It, well, there's the Ostrander's house or it's the Hankus house or, you know, right. You know, and when we leave, <laughs> it's going to be the Miller house. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Time is now 8.57 a.m. The show ends on a positive note. Um, what is your message for the people of Kane County today? Um, I, I think we can be optimistic. I think we, even though we're going to be facing some uh, some tough challenges financially ahead, I think um, we're, we're getting through this crisis. And um, I think, um, and we're going to do this. We've got this. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. I still feel optimistic about Aurora. You know, even though we're still in the middle, in the midst of this pandemic and everything, like things have still been humming along. That bridge is connected now. Mm -hmm. um, Broadway mm -hmm. to River Street back here. You see things. People are still chilling. Uh, you mentioned the farmer's market. You got mm -hmm. the bell peppers and people with the dogs. Everything's cool. Yeah. It's still got the life strumming along, even though. Um, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm confident for the city. You know, and hopefully Rivers at Edge, you know, they can start doing um, some outdoor music because it is outdoor. Maybe right. next year or something. Right. I mean, you know, that's that's the Paramount and Rivers Edge. I mean, those are our anchors and, the, you know, that's bringing people in and we got to we got to get that going again. So hopefully I mean, that's one thing I would like to see is like, how are we going to get through this? How are we mm -hmm. going to keep those people safe, but healthy people, let them get out and, and you know, and start this economy going again? That's 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 the key. I what think. should people be doing on November 3rd? They should be voting for Tracy Miller for King County Board. See that? <laughs> that was the alley-oop right answer. there. Oh, slam dunk, man. All right. You have been listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. And we're glad to have interviewed uh, Tracy Miller today, running for Kane County Board. I want all of you to have a positive, blessed, safe, motivated day today. Don't forget to come out and check out um, uh, First Friday events taking place, Cups Broad Drive, and the premiere of the Visual Arts Our Streets documentary, Among Them. That's at Gallery 1904 at 1 East Benton, 530 to 830 p.m. On behalf of myself and my co-host Christine and Hunter and JV and Steve Miller in the back, we want to say be blessed, be safe, be motivated, and dedicated, and have a great day today. Peace.